Hey everyone and welcome to Radically Normal. This is Michael and I'm here with Andre and on today's episode titled Rule of Life, we look forward to 2021, uh, how we can have a rule of life and how that shapes our day-to-day as we cultivate affections for Jesus. We hope you enjoy the conversation. What's up, Mike? So I guess it'd be valid um, and, and so that we don't just like go on talking for super long is to give like a quick, super quick uh, description of like what a rule of life is. And um, I know that you incorporated this in 2020. I think that I didn't, I didn't have like a specific like written out rule of life, but I think that this is something that everyone meditates on. Um, not so much a, a, a New Year's resolution, but um, more so um, in terms of, of how we live our life. You want to give a quick definition as we, as we dive into this uh, topic and, and reflect on 2020 and look forward to 2021. Yeah, like what you said about it's not really resolutions. A way I've heard it put is you want rhythms, not resolutions, because resolutions can end up, you know, like go to the gym five times a week, which could be true and could be a rhythm. Or like, I want to join a gym and get in shape. Well, get in shape's not very tangible. And most people who join a new gym end up like stopping by, when is it? Like late January or sometime in February. Probably. So it's not like a good resolution. So we want resol- we want rhythms that shape our day to day. So I would say a rule of life is something that like categorizes pieces of your life, say work or like personal health and things of that sort, academics, relationships, and then puts things that can be uh, rhythmically carried out in the day-to-day or in the week-to-week or month-to-month so that we can, uh, you know, orient our lives the way we want to. And for the Christian, that can be oriented around the gospel and around Jesus. That's that's really good definition, man. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of times we, we will post, um, for example, when we were talking about like jumping into theology, we'll post some of the resources. I don't really think this is an, an episode where we'll really like post our personal rule of life, but I will give some context of different ways how you can do it. So Michael, for example, um, typed up his rule of life in 2020 and he changed it a little bit in 2021. And I think that goes a lot to um, as you uh, potentially look back to what you accomplished or what you did in the year prior. For me, I like analyzing it on October 1st. So that's my birthday. It's towards the end of the year. I like seeing, you know, I'm a a new, it's a new age for me. Um, so I like reflecting on, on what I accomplished the year prior and and how I want to change. And then I guess like new year's is a time to reflect on, on how that's been going, I guess, for the first couple months of it. But thinking to that, like, so Michael will type his up, he'll, you know, change a little bit, uh, what he did last year compared to this year. And he'll type up some goals. He put some, um, you know, scripture references of, of kind of, what he wants to align himself on that year. Um, and for myself, I decided to get an actual journal uh, to where I can type it, I can write it out on the first page. And then as the year goes on and, and I'm, you know, making notes about books or scripture that I'm reading or, or whatever, I can always like reference back to that as well. So I think that as long as you're writing it down, I think that that's really important because like I said, in 2020, I had a lot of these thoughts in my head, but I think writing it down is super useful to actually, you know, making sure that you're staying accountable with it. I think that talking about it with someone is, is potentially super valuable. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, having it to where you can reference back to it, but you know, in terms of writing down, um, what you're actually going to be focusing on, it's good to have some main categories. And I think that's something that would be good to actually dive into what our categories are. So Mike, what are your categories for your rule of life? Well, I want to go back to something you said about how I've changed mine slightly. So for example, and I'll get into one of the categories. So one of my categories is personal and body. So this includes things like sleep an average of seven hours per night. Uh, take time away from things by which I might be mastered, thinking of 1 Corinthians 6. So occasionally every few months, I'll take a week off of drinking coffee. Uh, But I did read uh, John Mark Comer's The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry uh, recently. And so this upcoming year, I'll be, uh, I added 
to take a 24-hour Sabbath each week, which I've done the past couple months, uh, and to go on multiple week, multiple walks per week to help me slow down uh, just, just every week. So those are ex- two examples of things I'm adding to this new rule of life that I did not have previously. And then so personal and body is one of my four uh, categories. And then I also have spiritual. So I recognize that Jesus is Lord over all the categories, but these are distinctly spiritual activities. Scripture reading each morning for 45 to 75 minutes, uh, different prayer times, set aside weekly time for reflection. I want to use Andre's journal idea to reflect in a journal each week on it, and then to share the gospel every day. So those are like spiritual ideas. And then I have things with relationships. That's a third box. And then academics uh, and maybe work if I got a job would be incorporated into that. But relationships and academics would be the last two boxes. So personal and body, spiritual relationships and academics. That's really good, man. And I, 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 so I, to give some context, as I was thinking about this, the past month or so of how I would, you know, format this and how I'd get the most out of it. So one of my coworkers from this past fall co-op term gave me this book called Designing Your Life. It's by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. So they're, they're two professors at Stanford who teach Dang, a class on... We both got rejected from Stanford, but it's yeah. okay. Maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should, you know, not read that out of, you know, objecting. You know, unfortunately, can't take the class, but... Uh, these two professors did write this book that's I, I'm not even I'm not even done with it yet because I, I like to read a little bit um, journal a little bit about it or, or Andre likes to text me hey man I'm reading you'd be proud of me <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true I, I don't read a lot um, and I should read more I'm really big into like YouTube videos and podcasts which is kind of like a lot of information really quickly and I'm not as fast of a reader as potentially Michael is but this year one of my goals uh, is to read five books or potentially maybe a few more but yeah, I do we, want to get, we'll more, get more in there. We'll I, I do more. want to get more into reading, but the this book, the premise of it, they had um, four topics, and like I was um, getting to, um, not super much into like this being like all the of uh, you know religious context in which they wrote this book. So obviously they're teaching this class, although they do allude to some of the aspects or some of the buckets um, in which they talk about how you know spiritual aspects would be incorporated into those. So for me, uh, the four you know, buckets or, or big categories, which I had uh, decided to um, come down to. Uh, the first would be um, spiritual slash, slash health. So that's where I put a lot of, you know, my goals in terms of, you know, um, eating healthy, many of my like working out goals or like just personal fitness along with um, my spiritual goals for the semester, be that with the podcast or uh, personal uh, reading of uh, one of the things I want to do is, you know, read like uh, and do like a deep dive into an Old Testament. Andre uh, wants book. to be a first and second Kings scholar at the end of the year. Not a scholar per se, <laughs> but I do want to have more of an of a you know deep understanding of more books in the Old Testament um, compared to the ones I have in the New Testament, which I feel like I spend way more time on. Uh, but then I have personal slash play. Play is uh, a word used in the book, which talks about how aside from many of our goals, we need to keep time for you know just re- relaxation, hanging out with friends, doing things that really make us happy. Um, then I have love slash relationships. So I want to make sure that uh, this is where I I have a lot of things on character traits I want to develop, um, my relationships with family and friends. And then I have work slash academics. So I did spend a a big portion of last year working. And then, um, so that's a big part of my life now and along with academics and, you know, making sure different goals that I have to feel fulfilled in both of those two things. Um, So those are my four big buckets for this semester um, or this year really. And things that I want to, you know, go back to and ensure that I'm doing the things that I want to be doing to make myself or to feel fulfilled and to make sure that I am uh, keeping God at the center of of many of these goals and and activities and and things of that nature. Um, So that's kind of 
the, the four that I chose. And while they're different from Michael's, there's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of similarities in many of the goals that we had. And I think that as long as you have goals and things that you're looking back to and, and trying to accomplish, I think that it'll go a long way to ensuring that, you know, we're growing as people and, and growing in our faith, growing in um, our personal health or personal uh, fitness goals or whatever that may be, growing in our relationships with our friends and family and, you know, all those good things that, you know, make us, you know, better people, more Christ-like. That's good. I like that you said growing because there's two things. There's like a tension. I feel like the 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 rhythms that we're leaning that we're putting down on these rules of life or uh, even goals perhaps should be both attainable, but at the same time should push us and make us grow. So for instance, if you have read like two books in the last two years and you put like read fifty books in twenty twenty one, well that's that's not really pretty much unattainable. Yeah. It's pretty much, unless you just had like a bunch more free time and that was your only goal, that would be very hard because you wouldn't be used to consuming that much book. You wouldn't be used to spending that much time on that. Or for instance, if you've, you know, worked out twice in 2020 and then you put on like workout five days a week, well, it might be hard to get into that rhythm. But at the same time, if you've already been working out a few times a week and you want to get in much better shape, you know, you want a little bit of discontinuity, so you're pushing yourself. And you're yeah, growing. so I don't, I don't think you're saying like don't have difficult goals to accomplish, but you know, keep them realistic. You realistic, know, you, but put like they push you. Yeah, yeah man, you like you, everyone, anyone who's listening to this, you like you know yourself, you know what you're capable of, and, and you know how to like push those boundaries just a little bit to keep growing as a person. Um, but I think that this is like a really good way to keep yourself centered um, in what you're doing. And I think that another super valuable thing to think about is analyzing what you did. And, you know, the year before, the months before, yeah, 2020. Good. And then, you know, do you want to change those goals? So Michael said he changes a little bit. He, he wants to simplify it a little bit to keep it um, easier to, you know, meditate on, reflect on, on a weekly or biweekly basis. Um, so do you need to change any of your goals? Or is there anything that you're doing that, you know, potentially you could tweak a little bit um, to, you know, continue to, like, like we've been talking about, um, continuing that, you know, growth process and continue to just be a better person. So... I think it's like valuable to think of like what were like the biggest questions that you were thinking of or like you continue to like meditate on it the year prior and like did you accomplish those things like have you learned anything about them um so for me there was a few big ones one of them which was something that I, i've talked about with michael like several times and, and we've even had like discussions on the podcast where we will like interview someone who's not specifically like a pastor for example one of the biggest things that you know we had talked about is a lot of times you have a, a career like especially now I'm about to graduate from college michael about to go to law school it's like sometimes careers aren't you know not like centered around the gospel in the way of like a pastor or a missionary or something like that but how do we continue to focus on you know having uh god involved in our careers sharing the gospel with coworkers and that kind of thing in association with whatever career path they may be taking I think it was interesting that got to interview several people about that, um, got to have conversations with friends, family, with Michael on the podcast about that. And I think I've learned a lot about how that looks uh, while I was at work. You know, people had asked me about the podcast. I had several conversations with coworkers about um, the gospel or my beliefs and, and that kind of thing. And I think that um, it would be interesting to also incorporate that into um, my time at school this semester. Um, so I think that, you know, thinking to the, those big questions, like, did you have like any super big questions, overarching questions that you really thought about and meditated a lot? It could be really about anything, character traits, um, personal life, you know, just goals or, or thoughts that you had this year that, that you think that you maybe accomplished something on. Yeah. I think one thing that I've really learned, and this goes back to John Mark Comer's book, which I've already mentioned and which is in, uh, the the video I posted on the top 10 books of the year but this goes this goes along with 
uh, just how can I how can I slow down because we are moving. That's good, man. I know you've you've been talking about that a lot this year, so that's that's really good. Yeah, because society moves at this rapid pace. We're in a we're in an age of information. That doesn't just mean that you can get information about anything on Google. It means that you can get any information you want at any second of the day, as long as you have some sort of coverage or access to Wi-Fi or internet. So you can find out about you know elephants in Africa if you need a very specific detail any moment you want. You get news notifications all the time. So with this age of instant information. It's a super fast-paced life. So, for instance, just learning how to take more silence and solitude, how to slow down, taking a Sabbath, and then thinking more and more about how I can go on more walks to just slow down as well. I think this is the one, one of the biggest questions I've been asking because in John Mark Comer's book, he talks about how a hurried life is antithetical to a healthy spiritual life. And, you know, one thing that I kind of just thought about, but it's super interesting how you know, some of those bigger questions, it's interesting how those things tend to find themselves in your rule of life. You know, you just pointed out several things that, you know, this was a big question you're asking yourself this year. And there's like several instances of, of where these things kind of are playing, playing a, a role in your rule of life. And I think that's really interesting to think about. Like, what are you, what are the big questions you're asking yourself that are really where you're looking to make yourself a better person, where you're, you're looking to not be stagnant, where you're looking to grow. And I think that's, that's really, I like, I really love your example. Thanks, man. That's good. What are do you have any other big questions you might share? Or have you been thinking about as you look to to your new rule of life? Yeah. So that first one was was definitely a big one. I think that the second one is, um, I kind of in 2020 had like this goal to be more intentional with my relationships, friendships, family, and all that, and just really take more time to say yes to those, you know, potentially like social situations or just you know family time, time to hang out, those kinds of things. And that was like a big goal of mine. And then I think that I really accomplished that. And I think that that has been, that is definitely like evident in my rule of life that I have written down here specifically. Like I don't really want to find myself doing schoolwork on, on a Sunday. Uh, you know, I've, I've always had not to do schoolwork on a Friday, but I think that Sunday should really, you know, be devoted to my time going to church, hanging out with my church friends. Um, and I don't really want to be like just so stressed about school all the time. I think that is evident in how I set up my schedule this, this year. Um, so I think that's, that's a big one, but I want to also incorporate into this year is really looking into, um, making sure that I like see the best in everyone. Like, even if it's not someone who I'm like super close with, but I think that everyone has something that, you know, you can take that is something like really valuable that you can incorporate into your own life. And I, that's something that I want to be really intentional about this year is taking the time to really get to know people, whether that be people I'm sharing the gospel with or even closer friends who I want to continue to, uh, grow deeper personal relationships with. Yeah, I want to add. I want to go back to you said how you don't want to do work on Friday or Sunday, and I talked about having a Sabbath each week, a twenty-four hour period with no no schoolwork or anything related to that. And I think a lot of people. I think this goes back to what the rule of life is trying to accomplish. It's trying to figure out what is ultimate, and that's Jesus. And then how does that play itself out in every domain of life? And so one thing that's important to recognize is that if your first response to a Sabbath is, well, I'm just like too busy between school and like got to get all this stuff done, then like that, that was like maybe my first thought about a Sabbath. But then I quickly realized, well, then I'm making that thing ultimate. If I don't, if I can't take the time to be apart from that, then I'm making that ultimate and I do need to slow down. Even if that harms me in that potential domain, it's necessary for me to recognize who and what is ultimate in life. And so I think that's a really good goal. Yeah, man. And I guess like I'm just the type of person who'd rather, you know, just be really on this grind like Monday through Thursday and, you know, take time to wake up early, go work out, spend time reading or studying and doing all of those things. 
and really work really, really hard and have that break at the end to, you know, spend time with friends and go to church and not be like so worried about those things at the end of the week. And, you know, potentially for others, it's you want to spend a little bit of time every day working on your goals and have more of that free time like every evening. Um, I, I, I feel like that might be a big thing for you is having a little more free time every evening. Um, I had a thing this year where I, I, there were probably three nights the entire semester I did work after dinner. It was, it was, I would try to work hard during the day, but it was also like a mini daily Sabbath, yeah, so, I could, you could say. Yeah. So that being said, I think that it's obviously different for everyone. And I think that as long as you're thinking about it, as long as, you know, potentially writing it down, I think that that's the biggest thing. I think that another thing to think about is how you're, you know, you know, expressing your goals and all that to others is also big because it kind of helps you keep yourself accountable. I know that, you know, you had one specific goal where you're like, you know, if you want to ask me about this in a, in a couple of months, like, I don't know how it's going to go. Um, but, you know, there, I think that those things are, are pretty big. And I, I think that, you know, even if you're not super, you know, far into your, you know, relationship with, with uh, the Lord, you don't spend that much time reading your Bible. You know, you might feel like this is super overwhelming, but I think, you know, having a few goals is super great. And a lot of the things that we talked about are health goals, work, academic goals, our relationships with other people. You can always be thinking about, um, you know, character traits you want to develop on, you know, be that, you know, humility, I don't know, friendliness. And there's, you know, plenty of traits you could you could work on. I think that as long as you have something written down and as long as you're thinking about it and reflecting on what the past year held and, and how uh, you want to change in the future or adapt, especially with how many things are going on in 2020, how crazy it was. I think this is like a really good time to center back in and, and focus on what's, what is going to change in a, in a couple of weeks as we start a new semester. Yeah. Like how you said it could be overwhelming for some people because it, if, if you're really being intentional about it, it will take you, a, if, especially if you're making one and not like using a, a template necessarily, even if you use our categories, I mean, if you're being intentional, it might take you like a couple hours to really solidify what you want your rule of life to be. But that, that two to three hours of maybe feeling a little overwhelmed trying to figure everything out will simplify your life as, this, as the semester, as the year goes on, because then you're going to have rhythms to follow that just orient you every day, every week, uh, every month, and for the entire year. So like what you said there, because it's worth pointing out that it might be overwhelming at first, but it leads to a def- definitely a simplified life. Yeah. yeah, man. And like the book I was reading was most, I was like talking a lot about work and feeling fulfilled in that. Like one instance they were talking about is like waking up and looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not growing. I'm, I'm not changing. I'm not happy with what's going on. And, and having this rule of life will really make you make sure that you're focusing on what the most important things are. Like, you know yourself, you know what is most important to you. And if you're accomplishing those goals, I think that you'll have a much happier, uh, more joyful life. Yeah, man, that's really good. Uh, do you care if I, I kind of have these, these three eyes I want to talk about for 2021. You care if I dive into Yeah, Yeah, go for it, man. All right. So maybe I'll mention one and then we can kind of talk about it and then I'll, we'll go to the the next. Maybe just say, list all three and then we'll go one by one just so. Okay. So the first one is that we need to shape our intuitions. And so this gets into the fact that we're not just people in life who have certain beliefs. And so everything that we believe is just set on a piece of paper. They're just all core doctrines of life. We also are people with intuitions, just how we naturally think about the world. And so Carl Truman in his new book, The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self, 
says that we generally operate on the basis of intuitions that we have often unconsciously absorbed from the culture around us. So the culture is shaping our intuitions. So, you know, a real obvious one might be that your TikTok theology is that the the vaccine is the mark of the beast in Revelation or something. But it also might be less obvious than that, that uh, sappy Christmas movies or something else are like how are the primary way that's like dictating how we think about human culture or human sinfulness or human nature rather than Genesis three and, or Genesis one and uh, the resurrection. And so we want to shape our intuitions. The I'll try to go faster on these. The second one, like Andre already mentioned this word earlier, but it's to focus on intentionality. Ephesians says to make the best use of your time. So to be intentional uh, with the time with, you know, following through on these rhythms and the rule of life. And the third one is to live with integrity. We talked about this with Dr. Moore, uh, just to live with a moral congruence for there to be a congruence uh, between what we believe and what we do, what we say and what we do. And so those would be the three intuitions, intentionality and integrity. You know, listening to the three of them, I think intentionality is potentially the biggest one for me or the, the one that I think is like the most like potentially like attainable or, or easy to, you know, refocus on. I think that, you know, we should really be super intentional on, um, you know, our relationships, you know, our goals and, and that type of thing. Um, and specifically, like, in, in terms of thinking, like, you know, making sure that we're intentional about our schoolwork. You know, you might have the goal of having a 4.0 GPA. Well, that might not be super attainable, depending on what classes you're taking. As long as you're putting your, you know, best foot forward and, and making sure that, you know, you're working as hard as you can, whatever you're doing, be that work, school. Um, your time in the word and all that, you're going to stumble, you're going to make mistakes. But as long as you're intentional, I think that that's the biggest thing there. And one thing that I definitely want to focus on this year. Yeah, that's really good. You covered everything I would have said there. So that's good. One thing I feel like intuitions is the the least common thing that people might think about in these three. But intuitions are important because they just shape the way we naturally think about uh, nature or sexuality or a government or just anything. And so we want our intuitions to be primarily shaped by the spirit, by God's word. And so prayer and scripture can shape those. And with insta- with intuitions is another I word, I guess, but that institutions can shape our intuitions. So spending time, like Andre said, with the church, with the body of Christ can be spending time with other people who are indwelt by the spirit and can further shape our intuitions. And so that's just another thing I might add for intuitions. Uh, do you have anything you might add for integrity to live with a moral congruence to have this, uh, to have our beliefs and our actions line up so that we might witness better to the gospel? I think that you have a lot of, we've, I mean, not you, we've had a lot of good discussions about this on, in our interviews, like you said, and, and some of our other episodes, but more big picture. I think that, you know, it's important to, you know, make sure that, you know, we actually aren't, I think it goes back to like the being intentional. Um, I guess a lot of, uh, I guess these three like really go hand in hand of making sure that, you know, um, you know, if we, if we want to be able to be able to, uh, spread the gospel, you know, with any degree of, of luck, you know, you're, you're going to want to like know what you're talking about. You're going to want to be intentional about your time in the word so that you can go and, um, talk to the people about, you know, what you're passionate about. I think that goes with anything, but specifically thinking in terms of the, our integrity and thinking more of like from a gospel, um, and Christian perspective, I think that it's important, you know, to make sure that we are intentional about, you know, going to church, spending time with, uh, you know, people who are going to add life, add joy to our lives. Um, and I think that a lot of those things are, you know, really tied to our integrity and, and, and how we live our lives.
Yeah, man, that's really good. Uh, yeah, so those are my three eyes: intuitions, intentionality, integrity. So I think that uh, for me, like if I I might like print this out, put it near a journal, and then write these these three eyes and begin to just think about these throughout the year. This is less something that I'm gonna be like, okay, today I just need to shape my intuitions for one hour. It's more just like the gradual <laughs> rhythms of life are shaping my intuitions, and that I need to be intentional with those rhythms. And together with all those, I will live. Uh, with integrity uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's kind of all I have on a rule of life or maybe these three eyes. But do you have anything else you might add? I think the only thing left to potentially add is, you know, since we are doing this in a podcast format, um, thinking to, you know, 2020 was the first year of our podcast and looking to, you know, how we want to adapt or change in 2021. I think um, the biggest change you guys might be seeing from us is um, spending more time on a like fewer amount of, you know, content forms, uh, and being super intentional in, um, our preparations and, you know, the content that we're putting out there, um, instead of having, you know, so much content where it could potentially be overwhelming for a new listener or something along those lines. Uh, we also want to be super intentional in our interviews and Do those you want to tell the people what we're, what the next season's all about? Uh, maybe not, maybe not this episode, but I mean, we can, if you want to, no, you're cool. I think that, I, I mean, I think that, a lot of these like intentionality and some of the three eyes, you know, Mike was talking about, I think those are going to be really incorporated in the podcast. I think that, you know, we're super excited about what next season holds. Uh, we're definitely going to take some time off to rest and prepare and, and do all of those things. Uh, we kind of jumped into season two really quickly after season one, and we're going to take, you know, a little bit of a rest of potentially like two months, two and a half months, that kind of thing. Um, and really prepare for, for next season, prepare for those interviews and, and those kinds of things. But, you know, we're super excited and we're happy where it's going. And we've definitely had like some of those like refocus moments, especially on like views and listens and all that kind of stuff. So I think we're in a really good place and we're really excited to keep moving forward with it. Yeah, man. I'm pumped. A good wrap up. That's all I got. That's all I got too, man. And I hope that everyone has a good New Year's and uh, chooses to have new year re- rhythms versus new year resolutions that could potentially fall through go. within a few weeks so see you guys wait is this the last episode no we have a q a coming up actually submit Q&A. questions if you guys haven't yet and if you have any questions uh submit those on via the instagram or via email or any really anything i don't really know yeah thanks for listening and we will be back thursday for the q a